This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. Decatur.com. The Decatur Park District is holding a hiring fair tomorrow. They're hoping to fill 500 to 600 positions, including part-time and summer jobs. The fair will be at the disc from 3 to 7 p.m. For more stories, podcasts, and videos, visit NowDecatur.com. the info they demanded. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. The Full House is getting a classified briefing about the Chinese spy balloon shot down off the Carolina coast on Saturday. The Senate will get one later this morning, and Republican Marco Rubio just told Fox. This thing actually entered over Idaho and then just cut a diagonal path right, right across the middle of the country. That has never happened, period. Fox's Lucas Tomlinson reports they may learn about other balloons, too. In addition to the one that crashed off Hawaii months ago, as Fox first reported last weekend, there have been other recent sightings here in the U.S. The Washington Post reports this is all part of a vast Chinese espionage arsenal. Now, China is angry about that reporting and calling it information warfare. And it's also calling extremely irresponsible what President Biden told PBS NewsHour about leader Xi Jinping. This man has enormous problems. Enormous. He has also great potential. But so far, he has, to, he has an economy that's not functioning very well. Uh, the president also downplayed on PBS what's in the classified documents found in an old office and his Wilmington, Delaware home, first blaming staffers for not being thorough enough when packing his belongings and then saying... The best of my knowledge, the kinds of things they picked up are things that from 1974 and stray papers. There may be something else I don't know. The president's about to hit the road again this hour, the day after touting the economy in Wisconsin. He'll go to Florida. This time delivering remarks on protecting Social Security and Medicare... Even as top Republicans insist, either program is not an option for cutting amid ongoing spending debt ceiling negotiations. Now, the president does appear eager to make this a campaign wedge issue with voters ahead of 2024. Even he brought it up at the State of the Union address the other night. Remember when the conservatives were booing and jeering? Fox's Mark Meredith at the White House. We've just gotten an update on the earthquake disaster in Turkey and Syria. It's more than 19,300 dead as they search for survivors still. America's listening to Fox News. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation has been supporting America's heroes and their families since 9-11, the day 2,977 people were killed in the worst terrorist attacks of their kind on American soil. Our nation's heroes, people who put their lives on the line for our country and our communities, need your help now more than ever. Join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good in their honor. Donate $11 a month at T2T.org. That's T, the number 2, T.org. To you, my love, my heart, I surrender just as soon as I deal with yonder fender bender. Cause my ice cream truck is the way I make cash, so I'll buy you a ring when I lose this dress rash. Owning a small business isn't always as lovely as it sounds, but at least Progressive Commercial saves you money with personalized discounts. Get a quote in as little as six minutes at ProgressiveCommercial.com. I'm gonna make you so happy sometime next year, I hope. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Coverage and discounts not available for all vehicles or states. Policy terms and conditions apply. For the second time in a week, a New Jersey City Council member has been shot dead. Russell Heller was killed in a Somerset parking lot. A former co-worker ID'd as a suspect was found dead in his car in an apparent suicide hours later. Police have still not found Sayerville Councilman Eunice Dwomfor's killer. She was shot in her SUV outside her home last week. Everyone is grieving and mourning for this loss of life. Senseless. New Jersey Lieutenant Governor Sheila Oliver at a memorial service last night in Texas, Patrick Crucius pleaded guilty to federal hate and and other charges in the 2019 massacre at an El Paso Walmart that left 23 people dead. He still faces state murder charges and possibly the death penalty. On Wall Street, some big gains brewing. Dow futures have been rising. We also found out that first-time unemployment claims rose slightly last week to 196,000. Demar Hamlin will play football again. The medical director of the NFL Players Association guarantees it as the Buffalo Bill, who nearly died during a game, wins an award. Hamlin, who survived after suffering cardiac arrest on the field during a game against the Bengals in January, was named the winner of the NFL Players Association's Allen Page Community Award, which is named for the former Vikings star who went on to serve on the Minnesota State Supreme Court. Hamlin's toy drive, which took off after his hospitalization, has now raised over $9 million. 
He spoke briefly on stage while flanked by his parents. I plan to never take this position for granted and always have an urgent approach in making a, a difference in the community where I come from and also communities across the world. Sound courtesy of the NFL, Hamlin still requires some heart monitoring and oxygen. Kevin Uretsky. Fox News. It's trade deadline day in the NBA, but the biggest deal may be done already. The Brooklyn Nets traded star Kevin Durant to the Phoenix Suns days after the Nets sent star Kyrie Irving to the Dallas Mavericks. I'm Dave Anthony. This is Fox News. Choosing LLCU for your banking needs means choosing to impact your community. At LLCU, we are committed to community investment, donating over $200,000 to nonprofits and volunteering over 2,400 hours to community projects last year. At LLCU, we offer more than checking accounts and loans. We offer a chance to be a part of something bigger. When you bank at LLCU, you bank on making a difference. Visit LLCU.org to become a member and feel good about where you bank. Federally insured by the NCUA. Here is Nick Smith with your News Channel 20 Storm Team forecast. Today we've got showers and thunderstorms yet this morning. Temperatures are going to dip down to around 35 by noon with winds that could gust as high as 48 miles per hour. For tonight, mostly cloudy and blustery with a low around 31. For Friday, mostly cloudy and then gradually becoming sunny with a high near 38. And Saturday, sunny with a high near 40. Current temperature in downtown Decatur, 48 degrees. Your WSOY time is 8.06. Good morning and welcome to the 8 o'clock hour of Buyers and Company. We have Illini tickets to give away for this weekend. So Saturday you can check out the Illini, Sunday the Super Bowl. Plus Debbie Bogle from the United Way joins us with an update. The company starts now. and Company, WSOY, 1340 AM, 103.3 FM, streaming live at nowdecatur.com. So every day I have this sheet of topics, uh, you know, that I compile, and I, I generally put it into three categories. Okay. Politics, yep. Entertainment, yep. Miscellaneous, okay. Miscellaneous being a very broad umbrella of, sure. you know, doesn't really fit into a, a specific category, but it might be of interest. And entertainment could be anything from sports to, I mean, anything you're paying for, okay, or viewing or watching. By the way, 27 million people watch the State of the Union address. Hmm. That's crazy. Well, it's on every channel. Yeah, I saw the first like handful of, or a few minutes of it on either like Peacock or yeah. whatever app, CBS. I mean, it, it, you can't really compare it to another television thing because not all like 11 networks are right. carrying one show. Right. All the TVs are on Applebee and Applebee's are showing it. Right, right. So it's, you know, 27 million, still a good number though. Yeah. You know, I mean, if the Oscars are the, for people who say they're not paying attention to politics. Now, yeah. what Biden did the other night, whether it works or not, he's not been, uh, he's not, he's not been as bad as, as people will tell you, but he certainly isn't as good as people will tell you. Uh, uh, Vice President Harris, I don't even know where she is. Yeah, that, that is, that's strange. Right. I mean, because, you know, usually you kind of look to that VP as maybe the front runner for the next thing. Now, well, the only thing interesting to me about the State of the Union address is that he was going to double down on traditional politics mm -hmm. and not going to get into this culture war thing, right? Mm -hmm. Which I think is smart. We'll see. I don't know. But the interesting thing to me is just the, 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 the two people behind him now are, you, you know, the vice president's been through one of these, mm -hmm. but now you have Kevin McCarthy instead of Nancy Pelosi and watching them get so distracting to me that I have a hard time focusing on what the president's saying. Oh, that's interesting. I, I did notice 
you know, McCarthy in some of the clips, like shushing some of his people. He's and, also a blinker. Yeah, he's a blinker. Like, I mean, it makes you almost dizzy how much he blinks. And, and at times where he strategically chose not to stand, it looked as though he was like, I'm not, I'm as still as I, po-. like, he was like, you've got to understand I'm not standing here. I'm so, selling this. I mean, so when you think about yeah, it, he's learning how regardless to regardless of yeah. whose party or whatever the person mm-hmm. is, you're in front of 27 million people. Right. And, and you're visible the whole time. And you have to, and you're communicating. Yes. I mean, that is, you are sending messages of. Right. And, and so even though he's a part of the problem there, he's smart enough to go, oh, quit screaming liar. Mm-hmm. It just makes us look bad. Yep. And, and where it makes sense to stand and be unified with yeah. the country. And so you could flip parties. I mean, this, yeah, this happens. That's not what we're talking about. Right. Yeah. But it, it's always interesting when someone new is added to the mix because yeah. now you have like, oh, okay, well, let's see how this works out. Mm-hmm. Nancy always had a weird mouth thing she did, you know, yeah. that we get distracting. Yeah. Anyway, 27 minutes. Pretty good. Uh, all right. So in the miscellaneous category. What category did that go in? Entertainment or politics? That would be politics, but you probably no. could go into either okay. because it was more about entertainment. Right. Uh, in the entertainment category, though, I have Aaron Rodgers is going to this darkness retreat. <laughs> now, everything that happens in Aaron Rodgers' life uh, that's talked about is because he does this podcast with what's-his-face? Pat McAfee. Yeah, He's right. He's a guest on there, yeah. I mean, weekly. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, everything that is, is out of Aaron Rodgers' mouth yeah. to a public podcast. I mean, he can complain all he wants, but, I mean, I don't know why he doesn't realize that when he says things like this that people are going to, like, go, that's kind of goofy. And, and Pat's a, Pat's in on this. He's like, uh, yeah, keep coming on, dude. Of course he is. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, like, Aaron <laughs> Rodgers has a bit of that Kyrie Irving, yeah. like, like lack of self-awareness. Yeah, don't thing. use my words against me. Yes. Yeah, right? That's what it is. Yeah. yeah. But then can't help but give you the words. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's fair. So he said Tuesday on the Pat McAfee show that after the Super Bowl, he's going to embark on a four-day, four-night darkness uh, retreat. And that he's hoping that is going to, like, help him figure out what happens next. All right, good. Now, okay, do you know what a darkness retreat is? No, but just the idea that he's he realizes he needs, well, maybe that's, I read into that a little more. Uh, maybe he thought he needed to reset, but it sounds like he's looking for signs. Okay, this this lineage of this goes back to like Tibetan Buddhism. Okay, okay, because he's always got to have something. Does it have ayahuasca? Or no, that? he says none of that. Okay. Um, I've got a pretty cool opportunity to do a little self reflection and some isolation, and then after that, I feel like I'll be a lot closer to a final decision. Because hmm. the whole thing is now: does he stay? Does he retire? Mm-hmm. Does he go to another team? You know. You know. Um, and so I wondered what this means. You know, when you go to a darkness retreat, mm-hmm. um, evidently he will be confined in an undisclosed location in a small house where meals are delivered, but there's no other contact with the outside world and you have to be in total darkness for the entire four days. I think I did that during an ice storm. <laughs> I didn't make any big decisions. Were you alone? I don't know. <laughs> this but, is, okay, but, this is not that much of a journey. Hey, here's here's why <laughs> this is so stupid. I mean, not maybe there's something door to unplug, right? Yeah. You know, but couldn't he do this in his own basement? I mean, why do you have to go someplace to turn the lights out? Probably just a mentally, it, like you you were talking about on that show, Special Forces, where you thought it was kind of stupid. They put the black bag on it. It it just you put your head in a different headspace. You know, so I'm giving him the benefit of that doubt that, hey, in my house, I'm probably going to play my Xbox Uh, over there. I'm probably not. So I'll give it the full shot. Uh, I just think this guy's a goofball. Dude, for sure. For for as long as I've known anything about him, personal stories about him. Yes. I'm not saying that there isn't something to the Tibetan sort of, but this now has become something. This is just how do we fleece the rich out of their money? I mean, with these stupid kind of things, sitting in a dark room, you don't need to pay anybody to do that. Right. Yeah. If he's paying for some service or or he doesn't need to pay somebody else to deliver food to him. I mean, he has the wherewithal. He built his own damn room. Right. Yeah. (laughs) In the backyard. Sure. (laughs) 
<laughs> I hope it, I honestly hope for him that he, that he gets something out of it and comes back and goes, wow, I, I needed to look in and see what I'm doing to my, my career, my brand. Has my, that, has any of this, he, he does this kind of stuff all the time. Has there been any self enlightenment that I, you can? I haven't seen it. I mean, I'm just holding out hope for him. I was always told by my good friend who knew the NFL inside and out on the sidelines that he was the biggest jerk in the entire league. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. In every way. I know I know people close to him. And you four days in the dark's not gonna change that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Go, I'm a new dude. Yeah. Uh, I bet he goes to the Raiders. Why would you think that? Um they need a quarterback. They the Packers need to move on and uh Devontae Adams is there. Okay. I, I you know what? I really don't care. I don't really As either. long as he doesn't go to a team that I actually kinda like. <laughs> <laughs> don't come to my team. Yeah. yeah Ky- don't former Congressman Davis is a huge Raiders fan. He I can have he Aaron Rodgers. I know he is. Won't matter to me at all. I would not want him on the Falcons. All right. Madonna uh says she's caught in the glare of ageism following backlash from her Grammy appearance. Now you did you watch the Grammys? Yeah, a, a good chunk of them on and off. I, I, I didn't like block out the night. I was walk in the room. Walk in out. and out. Okay. Yeah. So she's 64 years old yeah. and she presented uh, the award for best pop duo group performance mm-hmm. uh, to Sam Smith and, and Kim Patrick. I, I, you yeah. know, so she, her appearance was to present the award mm-hmm. and evidently she got a bunch of crap. I mean, which isn't anything new. You can do anything and get a bunch of crap on the internet. I oh, mean, yeah. that, that's just sort of part of it. Mm-hmm. I have a, a question, though. Mm-hmm. Is it ageism to talk about how Madonna looks because she's been so, had so many procedures? Yeah. I mean, if we talk about Sylvester Stallone, because she says it's misogyny, too. It's ageism, and it's only because she's female. When I watched the, the uh, what, what's the show? Tulsa. King of Tulsa. King of Tulsa. First thing I said is, he's hard to look at. Because it doesn't look real. Yeah, your, the muscle movement, the striations, things like that. It, it's so not I natural. Don't, now, are there misogynists out there that, I, I mean, to oh, me. Oh, yeah, there for sure are. Of, of course there are. But that's not but, the but, whole thing. But is it, I, it's not because she's 64. It's because she's trying to stay at 30. So I I think what you just said is is accurate, but I think that does translate into ageism. Like, what is this lady? You think you're 30? I mean, that I'm is... not talking about the way she dresses. I'm not talking yeah. about her owning her sexuality or being herself. She's had so much work done. She doesn't even look like her. Anymore. No, she doesn't. She doesn't. I don't think that's ageism. I think you've just gone too far. Michael Jackson did that way young. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I, I think that I she had to wear a fake nose. I, I think where she might be deriving that is a lot of the comments are like, why, you know, why she thinks she's this age, why she. So I think there's probably ages. Of Let me it. just read you what she said. OK, because I think that's an easy go to. But yeah. I think it's kind of missing the point the way she's missed. It. OK, instead of focusing on what I said in my speech, which is about giving thanks for the fearlessness of artists like Sam and Kim, many people chose to only talk about close-up photos of me taken with a long-lens camera by a press photographer that would distort anyone's face. Okay, Madonna telling you to only focus on our words is mm-hmm. contradicting 64 years of Madonna. Mm-hmm. She dresses that way for a reason. She wears the stuff mm-hmm. she wears for the, a reason. The book came in the, uh, in the, the sealed... The book, book didn't have any words in it. No, it was all sealed and... Yeah. So... Yeah, I'm calling bunk on this. Okay, I, I not that there's not some of that. Yeah, but I think it's not ageism or sexism or misogyny when you kind of go, gee, I don't know what she's doing anymore. And I think it's all of the above. Like the the net net is like what's going on with Madonna, and then you break it into all these different things. The misogyny, and it's but it's the net. More people are like, whoa. Can I can I give you an example? Mm-hmm. A compare and contrast sure. uh, because. I think that, you know, you will look in pop culture today and, and when you, yes, is there all kinds of unfair? Uh, yes. It ha- mm-hmm. Any public figure, anybody yep. gets that. Yeah. No matter what. Mm-hmm. And a lot of it's not fair. Right. Yeah, oh yeah. But when you've spent your whole life as, as trying to be a visually shocking person, yep. I mean, it is your, it is your, that's your thing. Mm-hmm. 
yeah, to, to go in the opposite direction. And, and I've always rooted for her, by the way. I'm not a hater at all. Yeah. I mean, I, she did pioneer a way for a lot of people to be successful and she did it her own way. Yep. But she's also, I think, desperately trying to hold on to something and remain relevant at 64 and in a world that we recycle people fast. Yeah. All right. For instance, Helen Mirren is now in like one of the most watched shows on television. Mm-hmm. She's 77 years old. Right. No one's doing this with her. No. Because she's aged. I mean, you, you don't, when you see Helen Mirren, you don't think she's trying to hold on to something from 40 years ago. Right. She's just a great actress. Mm-hmm. It does, and still looks like her. Right. Now, has she maybe had some work done? Probably. I don't know, but not as much as Madonna. Yeah. And I think Sylvester Stallone goes right in the same category because mm-hmm. he looks like a funhouse mirror version of himself. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of that going on. So if we comment on that, does that imply that we are being sexist or ageism or anything else? And now, at the age of 64, Madonna wants you to concentrate on her words. Yeah, that second part, the the concentrate on the words, is sort of silly given how she's always presented her platform. Her platform is how she presented it Sunday night. Consistently the whole time. Yes. Yeah. So, so words have been secondary. She has spoken up and done things. Of but, course. I'm but, not saying the words don't matter. Right. But you, you take them both. But she's always attached the words to the to, visual. Yes. Yeah, so we're in a hundred percent agreement there on, on the ageism thing or on the negative comments. I, I think that, uh, people are free to make their own comments. It sucks sometimes that they're negative. Ah, of course. I'm not, um, I'm not excusing the bad behavior. I do think that the, I, I think that she's probably really driven to the point that's like, Hey, it's my body. It's my life. I, I want to look how I want to look. Uh, why are you pigeonholing me because of my age that I can't look this way? Even though the net result is you don't look like you're 20 or 30 anymore. I, I don't even, it's not even that. I don't, it, to me, it, it, she doesn't look like her anymore. No, she doesn't. In my opinion. Right. Like Stallone or like some people yeah. that just, I think they get addicted to plastic surgery. Yeah, but here's the other thing that, that I think is concurrent with that is that uh, maybe that is who they are, who they are and sure. that is what they look like. Totally. I mean, they really, that is what they look like. Uh, no, it's just not what we are used to them looking like. I, first of all, I, she, whatever makes her happy right. makes her happy. Yeah. Period. I think, I think we're splitting, she, Brought this up, splitting hairs about criticisms. I of just, her just uh, don't, you know, you're, you're, uh, you are a, a force of nature. Don't be a victim. Yeah. I mean, it sucks. People are talking bad about her. It probably sucks. Uh, she's had for her whole career. Yes. I know, but it doesn't make it okay. It still sucks. But so, is it talking bad about her to go? I don't know. She doesn't look like her anymore. I do, is that I, talking bad about her? I think so. It is. Yes. Because in her mind and her actual, like, that's what Madonna does look like now. We've seen her with the dark hair. We've seen her with the, with the, you know, the, the stuff in the hair. We've seen her in the dance mode back, you know, the renaissance of the 2000. That's what Madonna looks like at this time. Okay. And, and it's not what we're used to and it's not what we would expect, but that is what she looks like. Okay. That's fine. And this is what Sylvester Stallone looks yeah. like. So there's there's no misogyny there. No. It's, it's commentary on how people will try to hold on to. Yeah. I, I mean, and how they see it very differently than everyone else sees. Right. I don't think they see it the same way. I, I mean, Jennifer it, Gray, you know, wrote about that. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah, I think we're just splitting hairs okay. of, of how to classify things that uh, people find mean. She's also lived her entire. I mean, Madonna is the very definition of there's no such thing as bad news in her world. Mm-hmm. She's it's she's so relevant, she, good and bad. She it's wants, crazy. Th- th- in fact, if she didn't get this, right? Worst case scenario for her is no one paying attention to her right. Grammy appearance. Yeah, if she just showed up and it was just a, a veteran singer announcing an award, that would have sucked for her. Yes. So she'd rather have this than not have it. Yeah. Probably. Probably. Yeah. Michael Jackson's nephew is going to play yeah. him. Did you see this? Uh-huh. This is a biopic. This is a film. I guess. Yeah. Yeah, Do we know anything about the movie? Uh, yes. Somebody, Antoine Fuqua might be behind it. Really? Somebody big. I think it's Fuqua. It is. And, directed by Antoine Fuqua. Yeah. And then, um, and then his nephew. Is uh, it Jafar Jackson? Yes. But yeah. I don't remember which one of his, Michael's brothers is his dad. Mm. And this has just been in the news the last few days. Like they're now starting to talk about it a little more. It's one of those that has been in production or, 
pre-production for years, but now it's kind of... All right, here's the interesting thing, because the guy who's writing the script mm-hmm. wrote Gladiator and yeah. uh, The Aviator. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that, that was mean, the so You've got some blue blood, you know, talent behind this. Well, and the, and the aviator is actually a really interesting parallel because that is about a real life person with some stylization choice. So yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, this is how <laughs> talking about relative, how, how little interest anyone has in the rest of the Jackson brothers. I don't think it even tells you which Who the brother it is. It doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, Jermaine. Oh, it is Jermaine. But that's like paragraph seven. I don't know how you do this movie. I, I mean, his, his life is there's so many chapters in it. And then there's the what has been shaped publicly, true or untrue, fair or unfair. Uh, where do you what do you do in that? It's almost a no win proposition. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You know, Elvis had controversy and died fat and, and a drug addict on the toilet. Not mm-hmm. a great ending, but they yeah. made a movie. Yeah. You know, uh, but there's a linear path to that. Right. But the aviator, you know, uh, a guy who had brilliance and all that and then ended up, you know, Mm -hmm. so the bad ending thing exists. Yeah. The difference between like, let's say, um, the queen movie. Yeah. Is they didn't really, they, they, they sort of ended at the high note of Mm -hmm. live aid. Right. Um, I don't know how you gloss over those accusations right in michael jackson's life. right and how do you how do you sh- how do you and it's also yeah. the jackson estate is cooperating so you know they don't want right that yeah it, it you're gonna have to probably find a very specific section you know the the queen movie is a good example they wrote it around live aid and and the journey to get to that specific moment they'd have to almost do the same thing for michael jackson and and not really get too far off the rails because this is not a, a, a subject I'd want to be able to no. try to tackle. No. I mean it's a it's an I mean the the career the, the yeah. I mean it's it's got it all there but I don't know how you do it. He's maybe the most famous person in the world at one point at the time. Arguably, yeah. I mean, it, it, you know, and and the music is, that was hanging out with a, a chimpanzee, right? And was the, it bubbles? Bubbles. Yeah, that's exactly right. And he had his park, you know, all that. It's uh, it, well, yeah, but Neverland means a whole different thing yeah. today than it did in 1985. I don't know how you do it. I don't either. Now, it suggests, you know, I don't know how old this kid is, the yeah. nephew. Oh, that's a good point. You know, well, so, but it also, they could cast different people at different points. Well, I, sure. But, you know, like, well, I mean, they didn't in the Elvis movie. They took a kid mm-hmm. a certain age and, and, and ran it the whole it, way man. through. He did. Man, he absolutely did. Uh, but that self-inflicted damage of just, you know, basically slow suicide through drug addiction, that's not harming anybody else. Mm -hmm. You can say, look at what this success did to him and look how it, you know, Mm -hmm. tragically shaped the end of his life. I don't know how you do that with Michael Jackson. Mm -mm. But I, I, Anton Fuqua, oh, by the way, Snow, final season's coming back this month. Such a high high end show, so good. I, I just don't know how they're going to wrap it up. What I love about a final season is a you get the final season. Nothing yep. worse than investing like three four years mm-hmm. and then they cancel it. Yep, I hate that. That's what Netflix's second biggest problem is right now is what you just said. Well, right, but it, but one of its best attributes is I can go find something they didn't do there Correct. at Netflix and watch it all the way back. through. Yeah, but their original stuff people aren't tuning in out of fear. Yeah, Seriously. so. That I just saw a commercial for that. I, I don't remember what date, but it is this month. They have the best stylized ads and, and marketing around it. It looks so good and polished, and you get a feel of the edginess. It's with just like it. the, talking about the coming full circle thing. Yeah. You know, I, I really anticipate a final season. Can't cool. wait. And then last night, uh, in addition to special forces, um, we and it was funny because they had to fight each other. Oh yeah, like I saw the trailer gloves. for that. So. There really is. I, I don't know that there are any better athlete athletes than NBA players mm-hmm. in what they do. Yeah. Court, I mean, basket to basket. Yeah. But, man, do you see the limitations of that size? Oh, yeah. Danny Amendola had to fight Dwight Howard. That's, uh, that's what I assumed was happening in the trailer. And so he's 6'8", six, 6'9". Six, uh, who, Dwight Howard? Yeah. yeah. He's taller than that. I they, they said he was foot taller, that, that Danny... 
was five nine and he was six nine. That's what I mean. I don't know. Once you retire, do they give you your real height numbers <laughs> out there? I don't. Get it. But my point being is he's twice the size, the weight, and all of that. But all you got to do is get inside those arms, and he can't do anything. No. Let's say old Mike Tyson slip in and boom. Yeah. Right up under the chin. Uh, because, well, what I'm saying is like, mm-hmm. he's got such a long reach. Yeah. If he can keep you away, but yep. he can't. No, can't. And he's been so, he's great. He, he, I really like him. I mean, as a person, he comes off really good in the show. And he's been very accomplished in, in a lot of it. He's mm-hmm. failed some of it. But you see what a limitation that is to be that height. Yeah. In everything else in life. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it's pretty interesting. Yeah, I can't wait to see that. I'm rooting for all of the remaining people. I want all of them to finish. Yeah, me too. All right, we'll take a break. Bottom of the hour, stories and news. Debbie Bogle will join us next. A lot to get to. Stay tuned. This is RJ Crace with your stories now. The governor has issued another disaster declaration, the 40th emergency order since March 2020 when the pandemic began. The governor said last month he would stop making the declarations in early May, which is in line with the president's plans to end the national health emergencies. The Decatur Area Arts Council is hosting a fundraiser with its trivia night on Saturday, February 25th at the Schilling Center on Richland's campus. Teams of up to eight are invited to compete in a fun-filled evening of ten rounds of questions and answers. Richland's Culinary Institute will provide a cash bar and snacks to purchase. The cost to play is $10 per person or $80 for a team of eight. Individuals and or teams can sign up at DecaturArts.org. Macon County is under a wind advisory until 6 o'clock. Gusts of up to 55 miles an hour are possible. For more stories, podcasts, and videos, visit NowDecatur.com. Fox News, I'm Chris Foster. President Biden gives a speech today about Social Security, Medicare, and drug costs in Tampa, Florida. He says about classified documents found at his home and an old office that staff didn't do a good enough job going through everything before packing up. The best of my knowledge, the kinds of things they picked up are things that are from 1974 and stray papers. There may be something else I don't know. The president on PBS NewsHour. New unemployment claims up 13,000 last week to 196,000. Disney's laying off about 3% of its workforce. Disney's cutting about 7,000 jobs in what CEO Bob Iger calls a major reorganization aimed at saving $5.5 billion. He said the changes would reshape the company around creativity, reduce expenses, and lead to profits in its streaming business. Fox's Carmen Roberts. America's listening to Fox News. Did you know the average age of vehicles on the road right now are 12 years old? Most manufacturers recommend antifreeze coolant exchanges every 10 years. Number one roadside breakdowns is cooling system failure, but Speedlube has you covered. They offer a two-part complete coolant system fluid exchange for $79.95, and it lubricates the water pump seals and has an anti-corrosion additive. Don't find yourself on the side of the road this winter. Visit one of Speedlube's six Decatur locations or in Lincoln or Clinton. Get your coolant system checked today at Speedlube. Earth Mover Credit Union presents the United Way Open at Caddyshack Golf Club. Tee it up anytime from now to Wednesday, February 22nd. Play the golf simulator at Caddyshack, add a $10 donation to the United Way, and your nine-hole score could qualify you for the finals and a chance at the $1,500 prize purse. Get all the details at uwdcater.org or the United Way Facebook page. Earth Mover Credit Union presents the United Way Open, courtesy of the 4-9 in Mount Zion, the country financial agency of Ludwig & Young, the law office of Andrew S. Erickson, Blake Palooza LLC, and New off media. Here's a look at your News Channel 20 Storm Team forecast. Today, showers and thunderstorms this morning. Temperatures falling to around 35 by noon. Winds could gust as high as 48 miles per hour. Tonight, mostly cloudy and blustery with a low around 31. For Friday, mostly cloudy to start the day and gradually becoming sunny with a high near 38. Saturday, just sunny and a high of 40. Current temperature in downtown Decatur is down to 47 degrees. Your WSOI time is 8.33. You're listening to Buyers and Company, streaming live at nowdecatur.com. So researchers in the UK did a study about uh, stress and daily stress. And according to them, 7.23 a.m. 
I was so I was so stressed about an hour. <laughs> is the most stressful minute of the day. Why is that? Well, they factor in a lot. Debbie Bogle joins us uh, in the United Way. I mean, everybody I think defines stress in a different way, right? Um, some people feel more stressed than others. Some get stressed over small things. Some people get stressed over everything, right? So, I, but but you can compile data and you can look at it overall. Uh, the top causes of stress according to this research, and why 7.23 a.m. is the specific time. Alarm clock. Stuck in traffic is oh. number one. So if you live, if this is London, say, or Chicago, you know, 7.23, got to be at work at 8, you, you know, no idea when things are going to move. That's the number one stressor. Now, that might not be the number one stressor here because you can be anywhere in 15 minutes. Train might be. Oh, yeah. I bet we have more of those. Uh, spilling something on your clothing, food, drink, makeup, toothpaste, like you're ready to go, <laughs> and you, now you're not. That makes sense. Yeah, perfect sense. Dropping and smashing something accidentally, like a glass or a bowl. Same thing. You're trying to do your OJ, get out the door. All of a sudden, you got glass all over the kitchen no floor. No time to clean it up. Yeah. Oh, man. Waking up late is number four. Uh, burning food. <laughs> tripping, uh, struggling to find a parking space, being late for work, being, uh, I love the, the English, being pooed on by a bird. <laughs> we were sitting on the patio the other day just because it was 50 degrees and a whole big thing of geese came through. I immediately put my hood on and Lindsay went, do you, hear the, do you hear the flight of the Valkyries and they're going in? It's a bombing I'm go, run. I'm going for cover. Bombing run. Lindsay's totally that TV reporter from that YouTube oh, video yeah. a few years ago. The, the in the mouth one. <laughs> That's the worst one. Uh, getting a parking ticket, backlog of emails, uh, losing your keys. Road rage or experiencing road rage, forgetting ingredients for a meal, like go to the store, come home, and you forgot something, right? Uh, ripped, ripping your tights. That would be something that would be in your world, not mine. Yeah, because then you got to redo your whole I think I rethink outfit. the whole ensemble, whole right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, light bulbs going out, not having any spares. These are also. They seem like not important, right? Right. And just random. Like how many people said a light bulb? Yeah, that one's the first it, one for me that it's like, what are you talking about? Now you're just reaching. Well, it's 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 38 causes. So, I mean, oh, yeah. some of it's going to feel like a reach. And it's also. That one you have to just go, well, I'll just do it when I get home. Or you just call it Aaron Rodgers and call it. <laughs> you can charge him. <laughs> hey, why don't you come stay here? You just say, this is a darkness retreat. Yeah, stay here for four days. <laughs> Call Uber. <laughs> or not Uber. Uber. Yeah. <laughs> or, you know, what, what are this? DoorDash, whatever. DoorDash, yeah. any of them. Yeah, Uber Eats, you were right. Yeah. Uh, all right. So, anyway, I, I thought for instance, like 7.23 a.m. Yep. I'm always just hitting my side. I mean, at 7.23, I'm pretty good. Well, yeah, you're well into work. You're well, I mean, I, I guess that's probably because my day starts early. Mm-hmm. Right. Yours is probably 5.23. A.m.? Yeah. Yeah, maybe a little. I don't really feel stress a lot, though. I, I would say none of those things on the list would probably stress well, what's me your out. List? Maybe what's your list? Maybe if I got stuck by a train. Yeah. I but, hate being late. So when things occur that might make me late, I would I guess identify that as stressful. That's that list. That's almost that's eighty percent of that list. Because it's one thing it's to gonna ju- make you late. Yeah, because yeah. it's one thing to just drop the glass and go to work. It's another to go, oh, man, I got to get all this together and run out or, you know, get something on your shirt and you've got to go reset your. That's what that they're saying. I'm like, they are. But the vast majority of people I know in life do not care about being late. Like I'm, I'm gonna roll with this mustard shirt. I don't care. No, I'm saying no. They'll oh, just they, take they'll the just extra twenty minutes to yeah. change and then make you sit and wait. Right. I, I, I work with all kinds of people who are that way. But there's also competitive anxiety people. Like, yeah, I, I don't necessarily care about being uh, on time to work, but I don't want to be stuck behind you slowing me down when I need to be somewhere. That's why they have no self awareness. <laughs> that's why who they are. I mean, that's that's you know. Yeah, so they're stressed out about, about the drive, me. and then they'll be three minutes late. Because they're in the car. I don't mean three minutes. I'm talking about the habitual late people. Oh, yeah. I mean, and there's a lot of them. It's not, you know, it's not 
rare. And I'm, I feel huh? I'm late for everything. Are you? And I've I don't stress about it anymore. It's just who I am. Are you just I've a, had like a couple minutes here? Realization. Late. You're that, not six o'clock. I'll be there at six thirty late. Are you? It depends. Oh man, really? Okay. But I yeah, I, I try really hard. No, you but, don't. I can tell by the way you're giving me this well, explanation. I used to try really hard. I have a picture of a of a train indicator in the snow that I was stopped at. And, and you use it every time? Yeah, I always send that same picture. Sorry, I'm, I'm running late, got stuck by a train. That's funny. Whether it's summer July. or whatever, it's the same picture of the train. <laughs> there is a way. Man, I got to tell you, I'm disappointed because, I mean, you've got a whole plan. You don't even care if the plan is believable. Right. That's how well, many I mean, that's you have I, like to I give send on that this. To, like, my brother. Uh, like, I don't, you know. I was going to say, I hope you're not giving this up. You, you know, you got like the bank president going, no, I just no, got no, one no. of those last summer. <laughs> I've seen this before. People that know, you know, yeah. know me, my personal I don't life. recall when you worked here being late. You were on air. Yeah, I'm not talking about. You didn't hear the creak to the. <laughs> Listen, to I, I, I'm not talking. Run in at nine and be like, oh, man, I've got a lot done Ooh, this morning. I don't think that I'm not talking about those days are gone. Right. Because of COVID. Yeah. I don't mean arbitrarily you got to be, you know, at an office at 8 a.m. I'm talking about people that are constantly late for meetings. When you're asking somebody else's time and you can't show up on time. Right. You do I, that too? No, I'm I'm pretty good at getting there on time. Because it doesn't make any difference to me if you go to the office at 8 or 8.15. Right. As long as I don't have a 9 o'clock meeting with you and you're showing up at 9.30. Right. No. Those are two different she has a hierarchy. Yeah. So the order of importance. I mean, I'm here on time. Uh, you spent, you know, but one time you were here on time and then you ended up talking to Kathy for 20 <laughs> minutes uh, while we it's were waiting. It's not always my fault. Sure. Sure. So, I, you know, th- that stresses me a little if I feel like I'm wasting somebody else's time. It's not me being stuck behind the train. Right. Because I think the trains are money. I've convinced right. myself that that is, you know, the smell of money, the sound of money, the visuals of money, more of that coming in and out just is good for our community. I know right. it's stupid, but that's what I, so I don't get frustrated sitting behind one. But if I know, I, I remember one time, uh, uh, I, I had a, like a, one of those days, I had to be in like three places, almost, you know, bang, bang, bang. And I had to be out of Bob Brady to meet with Bob and Steve. And I hit not one, not two, three trains uh, on the way to Did get you to try Bob to Brady. Go around them? Because that's my move. I try to see if I Same. can. I try. It depends on which way. something to do. It depends on which way they're going. True. And and, and the access to right. and how that correlates. I mean, you grew up in Decatur. You know how to navigate trains. Right. I always try I'm to. I'm so see. grateful. I have a drive in now that. Train free. Train yeah, free. Same. So I know exactly how long it will take to get to me. And unless there's some sort of accident or something, it's the same route uninterrupted. Exactly. I love that. The old place was like, ah, could be, maybe. But there were ways around it. I also don't like to um, sit at stoplights, so I will... Just run it. No. <laughs> Just go. I, I can't but wait I, for this. I won't wait I two tend minutes. To be in a lane where I can turn right oh, yeah. on a red and work, work and perpendicular work around it, and then work up. Yeah, yeah. Or you know, turn when I see a light. You know, turn before I get there. It may take me longer, but in my, I don't know. It, in my, you're doing mind, something. You're making yeah. progress instead of wasting mm-hmm. time sitting. There's nothing. There's no worse feeling in the world. Tell me if this doesn't resonate. When somebody's in front of you and they're going 20 miles an hour uh-huh. and you blow past them and then you're sitting at the red light and they pull up right now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, we just I talked on hate that feeling. We just no talked, eye contact. Right. On air, we talked about the opposite experience of that where you're going along at a regular speed and somebody comes blazing by you 150 miles an hour and then it's like, well, see you at the stoplight. Guy that needed to get somewhere. That's, that's when I'll look yeah. over at him. Yeah, yeah. Him look like, on the other side of that, <laughs> it's a horrible feeling. Right, but it, the end result's the same thing. Horrible feeling. Eye contact is a weird thing at that light. You know, and, and here lately, it's been very different on the drive-in. Like, I, you know, normally you kind of have a traffic pattern. You, yeah. know, you see the same cars. Mm-hmm. You see, yep. it's been like a lot busier recently. Yeah. I don't know why. 
You mean on your morning drive? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same path, but but it's been way more active. Yeah, I see a caravan that comes into town, uh, probably trying to go to work at six o'clock, probably like twelve or thirteen cars deep, and and some of them are slow drivers, so I always want to beat the caravan. Because <laughs> if I don't, it's like I, there's no there's no moving around that's gonna it'll change my drive by like four minutes. Yeah. Anyway, we're weird creatures of habit, aren't we? Are you watching the challenge? What's the challenge? Oh, my God. It's an MTV show from back in the day. There was like oh. the road rules. Remember yeah, road yeah, rules? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's no, like I that. haven't watched that. It's, it's, it's been on 26 seasons, and it was the most watched. <laughs> you know, so uh, they're down to the – it's a three-part final, 100 hours. They get like two hours of sleep, uh, you know, a night. Wow. And last night was the throw-up night. I've never <laughs> seen people projectile vomit like this. I mean, the stuff they have to do. They had, and, and usually it's something like maggots, you know, or uh, you know that kind of stuff, right? Last night, because there's there's a lot of running, there's a lot of puzzle solving, so you're exhausting your mind, you're exhausting your body, you know, it's like the whole nine yards. And and Anissa and Jordan have like turned on each other. You know, you see all the ugliness because you're just raw. You know. So they have to eat that stuff. Yeah. Well, last night after this whole thing, they had to have. Uh, like a loaf of bread, like French bread, and like a plate of plain pasta that was, I mean, it would like feed probably 10 people. And they'd, I mean, so, I mean, after a while, you just, it's got to come back up. Right, you don't have any more room. That was the quote of the night was Johnny Bananas to Nani, you puked in my pocket. You know, because <laughs> if they can get away a little bit, it's not as bad, but sometimes it just, you know, right there. That's funny. It's like the old fear factor. Yeah. You know, Fred, and then they okay. just do it. And then it was like, then they had a bowl of ice cream. So now you think about the carbs and then putting the sugar on top of the carbs after you're already exhausted, like what that does to the body. But they were very smart. They took a spoon or a fork and they liquefied the yeah, ice cream and poured it. it into glasses like a shake. Yep. They're pretty good at this, fighting for a million bucks. That's awesome. Yeah. Do you know there was almost a Freddy Krueger show? Robert England was going to dress as Freddy Krueger and then go to people's houses. They filmed like six episodes and make them go against their their biggest fears. So like eating things like that. And all. Could you imagine it being live hosted by <laughs> Freddy Krueger in full no, character? No. Super weird. No. They pulled the plug on that one. Yeah. I, I know. No, thanks. <laughs> No, thanks. This is a small portion. Most of it's physical right. and mental yeah. and, you know, but these finals, you know, they always, there's not many people that go on this show that are prepared to do what it takes when they get to that next level, right? I mean, a hundred hours. That's a that's long crazy. time, right? Yeah. I mean, that's four plus days. You think that's tough to do that in a, in a dark house? Uh, imagine doing all the things on the challenge Aaron Rodgers with this dark house. Yeah. No, it's, <laughs> it's the opposite. No. You just got to sit around for four days. So he brings you what you want to eat. Soul searching. And if you do puke, no one can see. Yeah, who cares? It's dark. Yeah. Uh, anyway, he's so full of crap. Um, it's worth watching though. And it will be as soon as next week is the final episode, you can get the whole season on Paramount and watch it at your leisure. But it's worth watching. It's fun. And, and I was rooting for the rookies that had the horrible accident last week. Now the time's gone by. They, they had to throw these, um, like a, you know, the, what's the, the, uh, like with the two balls on the end of the rope, you know, you kind of throw it to a bolo, is that yeah, what it's called? Exactly right. And this, these two rookies made the finals, which never happens. The team, Horatio uh, and Olivia, and I really were, both of us were rooting for them. And they made it to the finals, and they had two freak accidents in a row. She was throwing the bolo and got her finger caught in like the clasp. And I mean, like just took off like half of like her yeah. finger, right? And she's tough. She's like, just tape it up, just tape it up. And then they had this thing where they had to take a, like a um, a slingshot that you pull backwards with a golf ball in it, and you have a target down the road that has like these panels, and you got to hit the panels with the golf ball, and you got to knock two out to go. And because she can't pull with her hand, she got it back, and when she let it go, that golf ball just fired right back oh at gosh. her, hit her right between the eyes, broke her nose, concussion. And, and blood was just, I, I mean, it was, I'd never seen anything bleed like that. Yeah, after that, you just say, go home. Oh, 
She wanted to keep going. I know, but the people I got like, come on. No, no, you can't. I mean, concussions and all that yeah. stuff. But it hit her just, I, I mean. So then they're out? Yeah. And then if, Is if, that what they're doing, eliminating as they go? Well, if if you make the final, uh, the only way you get eliminated is if you quit or you can't go on. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if your partner can't go on, you're out too. I mean, the team is out. Right. You know, even though he was, he's bawling, crying, you know, because he's like, I'll do twice the work. I mean, he's trying to anything. <laughs> he's trying to sell them on any way to stay in the game. And it's a million dollars. I mean, it's life changing money for most people. Yeah. But it's just fun to watch and see what people are capable of, and then the bickering. And when you got a teammate, that works both ways, right? And then there's personalities you go, you guys have known each other for years. How in the world did you think this was going to work? <laughs> I mean, you're under a different kind of pressure, I guess. Oh, I think, I don't judge, because I don't think anybody would know what that microscope feeling right. of, you know, all of that drama. So you have all of this, these challenges you have to do, plus all of the... Yeah, and they go, they're all yeah. in a house, you know, like in Argentina yeah, or whatever. Difficult. Yeah, and then there's people that were boyfriend, girlfriend, you know, are broken up, and now they're, I mean, it, <laughs> there's just all kinds of human drama. But it's a, it's a fun recipe. This year hasn't been as good as some of the others, but the final... I want to see what happens because the uh, they were like 60 hours through after the finish of last night, so it means they still have 40 hours left for the final episode next week. Worth watching. What's going on with United Way? We are just busy gearing up for um, for the spring and events that we're going to have in the spring. We just did trivia and um, had a great night of trivia. We had about 100 people there. That's great. Yeah, it was, it was a lot of fun. Um, Eric Lee hosted that. Um, he used to do trivia years ago when he worked here at the station. He did trivia for United Way, and always a great turnout. Nobody does trivia like Eric. He's he's entertaining, and he's he's a lot of fun. So that was a great event, and um, just looking towards the summer and, and the different things that we're going to do and gearing, you know, getting ready to gear up for campaign um, we've got, um, this is our off year for, um, making county investment, but we will be doing investment in, uh, Moultrie. What does that mean? So w- when we, when we invest, it's a two year investment. So you're, you're, the money's there to cover. You're just not going through the whole Correct. application yes. review process. It helps the agency. So if an agency got $50,000, you know, year one, they, they would get that same percentage of what we have. Okay. So if they got, you know, 5% of what we, what we raised, then they, they would get that same 5%. We try, we do everything we can to keep it the same or increase it. Um, if our campaign goes down, then, you know, they get, you know, 45,000 instead of 50,000. But so far we've been doing this for, I think, eight years this way. And we've never had to decrease. That's so great. we, we do everything we can to keep it the same. It helps the agencies so they can, you know, they know that's in their budget for two years and, and they can plan accordingly. So, um, but we will be in Moultrie and DeWitt counties this year, um, to do their investment process. And so we're just gearing up for that and finalizing campaigns. Campaigns were kind of late to start this year. There's been a lot of transition. There's a lot of new folks out there running the campaigns. And um, so we're still finalizing a, a lot of those campaigns now. So and, and it's and it's not really the same as it used to be. I, no, I mean, we, and that's smart. I mean, it, it, you know, there's just so many competing things out there, you know, as opposed to 30 years ago. Right. And you would have a campaign chairman and it would have this window of time and everybody had to do it. People need to be way more flexible today. Right. And, you know, years ago when I well, actually, when I first started, there was a a blackout period where agencies couldn't host any fundraisers during that, that time. Yeah. Um, and, and we don't do any of that anymore. We, we really campaign all year long um, because it's, it, it, we do what's convenient for um, the employers and their employees. So we've got campaigns getting ready to start right now. Um, we've got some that will start later in the spring. We have some that start in June. And so it's really, you know, what works best for your organization and, and how we can, um, you know, fit in around to make it work best for you. All right. We've got to take one last break. We'll be back to wrap things up with Debbie Bogle. Here is Nick Smith with your News Channel 20 Storm Team forecast. Today, we've got showers and thunderstorms expected this morning. Temperatures are going to dip to around 35 by noon with winds that could gust as high as 48 miles per hour for tonight. Mostly cloudy and blustery with a low around 31 for Friday. Mostly cloudy, then gradually becoming sunny with a high near 38. And Saturday, sunny with a high near 40. 
current temperature in downtown Decatur, 47 degrees. Your WSOI time is 8.53. The Decatur Area Convention and Visitors Bureau invites you to grab your gal pals and hit downtown for Valentine's Day on Saturday, February 11th from 11.30 to 3 p.m. Shop some of your favorite downtown shops with the girls. Stop in and check out Shops on Main, Giggles, Dale's Popcorn Shop, Bella and Row Boutique, Brass Horn, Brass Horn 2, and Brass Horn Kids. It's a girls' day to shop, enjoy snacks, and fun at all of our locations. Valentine's Day, February 11th from 11.30 to 3 in downtown Decatur. The Housing Authority of Champaign County is announcing the first-time landlord lease-up incentive. HACC will offer a $500 incentive to new landlords who lease to a voucher holder. New landlords are eligible for up to five units for a total of a $2,500 incentive. Have you been inactive with the HACC and HCV programs for more than three years? Then you're eligible for this great incentive, too. Contact the HACC today at 217-378-7100 to learn more about this program. Or just stop by 2008 North Market in Champaign. Memorial care is how you start to feel better. Primary care, urgent care, virtual care. Memorial care is how health begins. Visit memorial.health. Hi, this is Dan Martini, letting you know about the first-class service you get with First Mid Insurance Group, providing Central Illinois insurance coverage for over 100 years. We specialize insurance for your business and represent A-rated insurance companies such as West Bend Insurance. We guarantee you superior service, building trust through expertise to help make your business secure. We assess your needs and offer you a variety of insurance products and services. Service, whether it is in response to an insurance claim or just a general question, is the most important value we can offer you. Call us today at 217-877-3344, firstmidinsurance.com. I've never seen a diamond in the flesh. You're listening to Buyers and Company, streaming live at NowDecatur.com. In the movies, and I'm not proud of my address. All right, we've got uh, coming up uh, early voting uh, at the downtown location, 141 South Main Street, at the uh, Main County Clerk's office is going to start Thursday, February 23rd. Uh, Thursday and Friday, then Monday through Friday, Monday through Friday, and then uh, towards the end there will be uh, a Saturday available uh, as well. But, I mean, we're already almost there. Do you feel like you would know who to vote for yet? Uh, you know, um, it, 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 municipal elections are interesting because people focus on, like, Decatur School Board or the city council. They don't, you know, right. people can't tell you, like, who all's running on the Mount Zion. You know, it, it all depends on where you live and what ballot you get, right? Right. Yeah. Uh, the candidates are asking about coming in. We're going to do interviews, you know, as much as we can uh, before then. But it, it is just a reminder. I mean, you know, early voting is just a, a couple of weeks away. So not even a couple of weeks. Already. Seems yeah. quick. It does. That's why I wanted to throw out the reminder. <laughs> uh and I, I think mail-in is, I think you have to have it uh, by March 30th. Must be the, the application must be received by the county clerk's office by March 30th um, about mail-in voting. You can go to their site. We'll get Josh in to talk about that as we get closer. We've got a line I tickets to give away, right, for Saturday's okay. game? Sure. Is that Rutgers? Yes. Okay. So, uh, do we know how many we have? I do not know that. Oh, crap. <laughs> you want to just do it tomorrow so we can be sure? No, sure? because then that only gives them tomorrow to pick it up, and then that always turns into my nightmare at 2.30 in the afternoon. Okay. We'll just give away two. Okay. Do we have the two? We at least have two. Okay, we'll, we'll just give away two. <laughs> if we have more, we'll leave them there. Uh, uh, yes. If we have more, we'll give those away tomorrow, even okay, though it's not ideal. All right. So pair just, of tickets, yeah. caller six. Caller number six. After the show. At, well, that's 30 seconds from now. <laughs> 217 Do I really got to be the guy with the cone flashlights, too? Come on, man. Uh, 217-875-1340. Caller number six. six. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll win a pair of tickets to see the Illini take on Rutgers uh, this weekend uh, in Champaign-Urbana. Uh, and it's Saturday, so you still have your Super Bowl free. Uh, to be able to uh, enjoy your Sunday. Uh, if people want to get in touch with the United Way, how do they do that? You can call me at 217-422-8537. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Work on that late thing. Because <laughs> <laughs> i got a feeling like you're not getting any better at that. I, I haven't. Well, 
Maybe a just year try ago, to stay where you here. are. I was like showing up here at 20 till, you know. Yeah. I, I've been really good about being here on time. We appreciate it. <laughs> Debbie Bogle, ladies and gentlemen. That's it for us. If you're missing the show today, podcasts are driven by the Bob Brady Auto Group. You can get them anywhere you get your podcast, including nowdicator.com. Tomorrow morning, we got our education spotlight. We'll check in with Angela. A lot to do. We'll see you tomorrow. Have a great day. WSOY Decatur and W277DB Decatur. WSOY, 1340 AM and 103.3 FM. Streaming live at NowDecatur.com. This is RJ Crace with your stories now. Legislation has been introduced in Springfield that would honor two former presidents with Illinois ties, Ronald Reagan and Barack Obama, with statues. Reagan's boyhood home was in Dixon, and he attended Eureka College. Obama went to Washington to represent Illinois as a senator before being elected president. The legislation is being considered during the ongoing session of the General Assembly. Tickets are available for the 2022 Chamber of Commerce Chamber Awards. The ceremony is coming up on March 1st. The event will highlight nominees for Small Business of the Year, Nonprofit of the Year, and Entrepreneur of the Year, among others. And Mayor Julie Moore-Wolf will announce the Citizen of the Year. It all takes place March 1st from 5 to 7. Tickets are $40. You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit Newhoff media.com.